0: Welcome to the FI Investor's Podcast, helping you achieve financial independence through real estate investing, one episode at a time. We talk about personal finance, mindset, and real estate investing. Whether you're a rookie or looking to scale your portfolio, we're here to provide you with the tactics and actionable steps to achieve your goals. Here are your hosts, Diego Corzo and Ward Mahoney
1: okay what's up diego
0: welcome to another fff financial freedom fridays with the Fi investors podcast i am here with
1: ward how are you man what's up brother i'm doing well so before we jump into it i want to share yes. a story right so uh, i've got seven doors across Four properties uh, in three different states. Yes. And now I'm trying to really look at like leveling up, right? So one of the things that I've been focusing on last week is trying to run numbers for an all-cash offer, which would be uh, raised or it would be given to me by a hard money lender um, for a property at a 60% discount, Mm. right? That's a quadplex. It's where my current triplex is. Um, so it just shows when you don't have access to money, if you 're not fully bankable, there are ways to get the deal done and if you have a really good deal, you can go forward with an offer and see if it happens it 's a numbers game it is so
0: it is, and people shouldn't I feel like if people have that uh opportunity right to un- to if they know that it is a numbers game, yep. they just need to have those conversations Absolutely. to be able to find those off-market deals too. Cause I believe that one's off-market, right?
1: Yes, that was, it was. But that was brought to us by a realtor slash wholesaler, mm-hmm. right? So super, super important for everybody to build those relationships as well. Exactly,
0: exactly. And that's really good. Cause one of the things too, that we're gonna be doing on this episode yeah. uh, is some, it's going to be on questions that one can ask a sponsor for a syndication if they're looking to partner up with with somebody yep. um, to make an investment. Yep. Right? Now, with you, for example, it can also be like how to partner, but these questions are going to be more on the syndication side.
1: Cool. But these conversations are super important to have with both both a jv partner and a syndication partner
0: exactly the
1: big difference is though if you are going into business with a syndicator um you have to make sure their track record is bulletproof Mm -hmm. because you can anyone that's a good syndicator can Look at a pro forma, and make a killer story about it, even if it's a terrible deal.
0: Exactly.
1: Make exactly. sure the bullet. Make sure that the track record is bulletproof. Talk to other LPs mm-hmm. that they've worked with. Yes. And really go a mile deep in your research.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, and before I get on that, one of the things that I do want to mention with what you just shared, though, uh, is that a lot of people would say right now is like, "No, I don't have cash right now. I uh, the market is too hot." Depending on where you are uh but you were able to connect with the right team basically yeah. the wholesaler that investor friendly realtor that will get you deals like that right right and that uh, that is <clears throat> important because a lot of people would say no i'm i'm going to like i'm not ready right now right but even though you may not have the cash right now you're still looking for deals and seeing how you can make it work 100% yes and one of the things too is that this is something that a lot of people usually as we're getting into November, December, they say, Hey, I'm just going to wait until next year. Uh, but it's super important to don't, what is it? Don't, don't pull off the gas of the metal or whatever. What's that? <laughs> that's not it. What is it?
1: <laughs> don't, don't pull your, like, <laughs> that's I don't remember. It. It's something along the lines of, uh, don't, don't take your foot off the gas.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't head. think that's a sting. I think that's just uh, uh, <laughs> But take the pedal to the metal or whatever. There we go. That, continue okay. taking <laughs> action, yes. At least English, uh, <laughs> English is my second language, guys. So um, that was funny. That's funny.
1: funny.
0: <laughs> All right, so a couple of weeks ago though, I was at a deal analysis class yeah, uh, put together by GoBundance. And uh, I learned a couple of things. So, I learned a couple of things because I had lost money in some deals that I did not uh, do 100% due diligence yeah. yet. Um, because I didn't know at that, at the moment, like what, what are the best questions to ask? Yeah. And um, I did lose some money, but now moving forward, right? When, when, when I lose money, I see it as a lesson. Like I took a class. This one was an expensive class, but that is totally fine. And here are the questions that I will be asking a syndicator in the future yeah. if they're raising money.
1: Yeah, and I I want to just point on one thing too, yeah. right? Because I get a, from a lot of rookies, right? They say, "Oh, I I want to go buy a deal, but you know the syndicator is offering me an eight percent pref, and mm-hmm. it's going to be no work." How much? You said you've lost money on a few deals. Mm-hmm. How many of well, those? Have,
0: on one. On one uh, deal. On one, uh, yeah, on one deal, one syndication.
1: On a syndication. That's what I was getting after. Yeah. How many deals have you lost money on, either your own deal or a JV deal?
0: My own deal, none. Boom. Yeah.
1: So just because someone's offering you this crazy 8-pref and you don't have to do anything other than wire him and wire him the money, it does not mean that you're actually going to hit that 8-pref. Mm-hmm. Let's yes. hear the questions. <laughs> exactly. No, and that's really important because uh,
0: yeah. uh, sometimes – when you're not fudging the numbers, but like you can make, as you mentioned earlier, right? You you can say, well, I'm, we're gonna charge less here, but we yep. will charge more later. There's some fees also that are involved, right? Yep. And I think that it's really important. So here are the questions that I will be asking a sponsor in the future. A cool. sponsor is basically a the person that's raising the money that's part of the general partners, yep. and they're raising money from limited partners, which basically say that they don't have a, much of a vote on the day-to-day of that syndication, Yeah. right? So imagine it's a property that's uh, 100 doors and they're needing to raise a certain amount of money Uh, They get it from LPs, Limited Partners. So if they come to me, I'm like, Diego, we are looking to raise, uh, I would say, $100,000. We have, this is a performer, blah, blah, blah. These are the questions I'm going to ask. Number one, where do you see the risk in this deal? Where do you see the risk in this deal? Number two, who is the lead investor? Number three, Can I pull a background check and what would I find? Number four, what keeps you up at night? Number five, are you putting money in the deal? And if you are, what source? And number six, have you ever lost capital? And if you did, what did you do? Right. So we're gonna go back to them. Uh, but those are the six questions that I will be asking that basically not only so it asks about the deal, yeah. It asks about who are the other investors. Yeah. It asks about the background of that person of the GP. Of the GP. And it also asks them how like their potential of their invest their own investment in the deal and from their background to if they lost money. Right, and I think that that is basically gets to you can find out if it's a well-rounded sponsor. Totally right. So, with that said, <clears throat> where do you see the risk in the deal? This is important because this is where that person might say, you know, what the risk is that um, there's a lot of there's a lot of places that need rehab. Yeah, one of them might be look. Uh, the risk is that uh, there's an insurance claim that we have to do and we hope that they give us X amount of money uh, instead of this. Worst case scenario is this, best case scenario is that, uh, but that's what we're going for.
1: Yep, cool.
0: Another one can be that, um, and another risk can be that um, there's like two other multi-families in that same area that they're being competition right now. Yeah. Right, so you wanna make sure that, that you're asking those questions. Totally. That lead investor, it's a good one because you can see, <clears throat> you can you can ask and see who are, who is the main person that's putting in a lot of the money, and you can ask too. Is like like depending on who that person is, you can know. Okay, well, it's a family office. Well, they might have people that are actually underwriting these deals. That's that's all that they do. Yep. And if they give the thumbs up, okay, that's a good sign. Let me continue doing my due diligence as well. Yeah. Right. Um, can I pull a background check, and what will I find? This is really good because if they say, "Hey, no, like I don't think it's necessary for you to pull my background," or like, "Why do you want to do that? Don't you trust me?" Stuff like that, they might have something to hide. And uh, and if they are transparent with you, they might say, "Look, uh, twenty years ago, I got a DUI, or this happened, uh, um, or maybe." Something, right? Like, it doesn't matter. But you want to make sure that they are transparent.
1: Yes, 100%. Um,
0: the what keeps you up at night, I think it's a really good question because you get to hear uh, maybe it's like, dude, what keeps me up at night is that we ran the performance very well. But if rehab costs, if something happens and prices double on this part, that's something that will keep me up at night. Yeah. But these are the things that I'm doing to make sure that we cover our loss in various ways. Yep. Um are you putting money in the deal and what source? The source is important Ooh, really because good. some people as you know in a syndication there's always that like asset management fee there's that acquisition, win- acquisition, fee. acquisition fee and sometimes Sales fee. exactly. Yeah. And sometimes they will take those fees and leave them in the deal and they say oh yes I'm investing my my money in the deal. It's like yeah but it's money that you earn it's not really money out of your pocket. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why you want to ask what source, because then it'd be like, oh, it's money that's coming from my bank account, or you might be like, well, I'm leaving my acquisition fee in, as part of the deal. Yeah. And uh, I would prefer to invest in deals where the where the main sponsors are putting in their own money too, right? Because they can really tell that this is going to be a good deal and they want to be part of not just the the day to day, but also as an LP. One
1: hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Those are great.
0: Yeah, and then the other one, the loss of capital. Like, what did you do? Um, did you pay the people back maybe months later, or you did whatever you need to do? Or maybe they'll be like, "Look, I lost all my money. I didn't take any from that deal, so I waste. I basically didn't get paid for my own time. I didn't do this, but I wanted to do what's right for the investors." Yeah. Or <clears throat> did they say, "Oh yes, I lost capital," and like, look. Uh, I made a huge mistake and, uh, but after that I just like declare bankruptcy to get it out of the way. And now I'm starting again. Like it yeah. depends what, what, what they do when like crap hits the fan, right? Yeah. From, from that perspective.
1: That's great. And I would, I would say those questions are only phase one. Mm-hmm. Phase two is going to be actually to reach out and talk to LPs and say, you know, ask the same questions to them and be mm-hmm. like, what was it like working with this person? Would you do it again? Et cetera.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think it's really important because you can ask them too. Like, uh, who are other investors that you've worked with in the past that I can yep. get a re- not a review, but but that I can more or less, that I can review. get like yeah. a testimonial on yeah. or or somebody uh, because I feel like if I would have asked these in the past, yeah, um, I would uh, I would not have invested in the deal that went south. And then the other thing is, I would whenever I get these deals, asking your board of advisors, right, mm-hmm. like. Like I should have taken this to some people that I know and I didn't because I feel like I didn't want to waste their time, but I totally should have because when (laughs) I told them what happened, they were like, oh, dude, I would have told you to not invest in that deal.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, wow, this is really good. And the other thing I want to say too, right? um, If you do end up going to one of these deals, understand that they're far more complicated and they rely on... I don't want to say that, but they're far more complicated than doing your average house hack. Mm -hmm. The reason is there's more money involved. The debt is structured very, very differently. And it's just, you have a lot more tenants. There's a lot more moving pieces, right? Um, Insurance costs a lot more. And there are a lot of things right now, especially in this market, that have messed up a lot of syndications, Mm -hmm. right? There are a lot of people in a lot of different syndications right now in this market with higher interest rates, insurance rates have gone up. um, That wasn't anticipated. Mm -hmm. And usually when you're going into a syndication, they say you'll get your money back in whatever, three to five years. They're basing that off of a refinance. Mm-hmm. But what you need to have happen for a refinance to actually work is for interest rates to remain where they're at or go down.
0: If they're, depending on how they ran their numbers. Correct. Because if they Correct. don't, if they didn't see that, how crazy the interest rates were going to be, it is not going
1: to be good. And that's exactly my point. Because mm-hmm. if you do that and you plan on having your money coming back to you, you expect, you expect that 50k that you invested four years ago to come, to come back to you today, it's not going to because interest rates are at 7%. Mm-hmm. And that's something that nobody could have predicted. Mm-hmm. So the pro forma could have been absolutely perfect. Everything could have been perfect to a T and yet you still end up completely hosed mm-hmm. um, because of interest rates. And yes. that falls down on the, that is the risk that the GP is taking. Exactly. And, it, and the LP, but.
0: Yes, it is, it's a risk overall, but you wanna make sure that you're underwriting the deals the right way. Yeah. For example, if they're underwriting the deals with like a 15% rent increase year over year, you're like, dude, that's not, not happening realistic. anymore. Yeah. Right, or even 10, I would say run it at like three to 5% max. Uh, yeah. just because of how the numbers are right now, like how how the economy is and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. So, And I think the other really thing too important. is you're like, the best way to get into a good syndication is actually being able to identify good opportunities on your own, mm-hmm. right? So if you bought two or three properties on your own, if you've done the house hacking route, then I would say it might be time to look into syndications. Mm-hmm. But I would be really, really skeptical going into a syndication without having been through just building my portfolio to where I've gotten it. Um, yeah, because you want to make sure that you're understanding the numbers yeah.
0: um, so that they're they're not just telling you certain things. You want to make sure right. that you can underwrite the deals the right way.
1: Right, and you can have sophisticated conversations, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you can kind of talk the talk, walk the walk. Uh, because if you can't, it's gonna be like bringing your car to an auto mechanic. Yes. They're gonna charge you 500 bucks and you're gonna have no idea what they did. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly, no, that's true, that's true. So um, well, yeah, so that was the FFF for today. Uh, huge shout out uh, to all of the guys that went to this event uh, from from GoBundance, we spent a day and a half analyzing, uh, like doing deal analysis. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot more notes that we're gonna share in the future on this, um, but uh, we'll save it for another FFF. I love
1: it. Well, sounds good, we'll see you then, Diego. Peace out, see you soon thank you
0: for listening to the FI Investors Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and share this with a fellow real estate investor who you think would find value in what we do. Until next time.